0: Come, fellow human to the disorganized productions podcast the show that fuels your spirit ignites your potential and helps you become the best version of yourself i'm your host rob and each episode will embark you on a journey to unlock the power within you tap into your limitless potential and conquer life's challenges So uh, another episode of Disorganized Productions, ladies and gentlemen, fellow humans. And today we're going to welcome Jessica Lee from North Carolina. Uh, Jessica, please introduce yourself to the to the listeners.
1: Okay, I am Jessica Lee of North Carolina, USA. Um, I'm a potter clay artist of 20 years I have a degree in anthropology and English and yeah that sort of sums me up a little bit okay
0: that sounds cool pottery how, how did you came to that um funnily enough when I was a kid
1: I loved watching reading rainbow and um whenever I watched them they would do back then because we didn't have the computer technology they had this episode where they were doing Um, with Egyptian mummies and stuff, the forensic anthropology on it. So they were doing forensic clay sculpting of their faces. And I just found it so fascinating of sculpting and stuff. So that kind of stuck with me. And then when I was in my early 20s, um, I finally got into it. So, Wow.
0: Because I saw, uh, well, 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 we we just connected just like a week ago or not even a week ago, uh, thanks to uh, Snake Turban Hat who reached out to both of us and uh, we connected and uh, we could do a podcast on a very, uh, well, very fast because it's been three days now, I think. And I was looking at the stuff that you made and it's really awesome. I really like the details in the pottery that you do. And um, I think fairy tales are the things that you like to, is it called potter? When you make something from pottery?
1: yeah so I do a lot of my work I throw on the wheel and then after that I hand sculpt and do a lot of you know sculpting and stuff and yes a lot of my influence is from fairy tales I love the romantic and whimsical and woodland kind of stuff so
0: Hmm. and you got a you got a business in that or uh is that what you do for living making pottery (laughs) (laughs)
1: good question on that my life is kind of in limbo at the moment but um yes it is what i plan to make my living off of um i sell in my local art gallery i don't sell online currently because i find it tedious but i probably will eventually but i also do craft shows local craft shows because i love dealing with people so that's my favorite Mm. to sell in person
2: cool
0: and uh i can agree with you with the uh, with the online stuff it's uh it's not only hard but you have to do a lot of uh things and you have to know uh you have to need a lot of a lot of knowledge uh to find the right audience that really uh digs into your stuff right
1: yeah yeah and yeah there's just a lot to it a lot of fees and yeah just a lot to it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know.
0: Yeah. i i found the uh the message that you had on etsy just like I'm not into uh, selling online right now, so I'm on hold (laughs) until I figure out how it's going to be. Exactly. uh, uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And um, anthropology, isn't it? Yes. So um, my
1: degree was an interdisciplinary studies degree. So I focused in English and anthropology with a focus in cultural anthropology because I just absolutely love other cultures and You know, especially like the religions and beliefs and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. What's your favorite
0: about uh, the religions?
1: Um, Well, I am a believer in Christ and I know the Lord very well, the spirit of the living God. So it's just interesting to see what other people follow to see what else has been out there. Because I know there's a lot of lies in the world. And um, so it's just interesting to see what lies they're believing. And I, I just find it fascinating because there is a spiritual realm and it's very real and it's just interesting to see the ways people go to try to attain access to it
2: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and then there are various belief systems that have uh, well basically I think and probably you can you can uh, uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong but probably the, the all the belief systems are based on the same level on the same degree of uh, how you can uh, communicate with your God whatever God that will be
1: Mm, I guess maybe a lot of them have that in common, but Christianity is definitely different from every single one of them,
2: mm-hmm. how
1: we communicate. Because in Christianity, in my own experience, the spirit of the living God, our creator, comes to live inside of us. So it's like having a whole other consciousness within you that you can communicate with that's completely separate from your own. So it's not like some weird demonic possession where it takes over, but it's like having another human, except it's a conscious. I, I can't even explain it. It's deep. I don't know, but it's there. I know yeah. him
0: yeah it's it's like i i told her to uh, to refer mental guests from uh uh Raoul and alex on the podcast I, I said for me and and i think it's for for very for for every individual probably a little bit different but for me a god is that what all is around me and what what created this beautiful earth and and uh, ever was and ever will be and for mm-hmm. me uh i feel like copy paste jesus and just like you said Jesus Christ is in me. It's it's the, the 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 God divine that you can touch, based on when you do the good things and when you know how to to dig into it. Do you mm-hmm. agree with that, or do do you think about it in another level?
1: What do you mean? Like, kind of rephrase the question more succinctly. Yeah, just on yeah. It. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this probably my my uh, my ADHD mind and my Dutch. And trying to uh, make a, a complete normal sentence in, America, in the English language. But <laughs> I know what you mean. So, for me, uh, Jesus Christ is copy-paste. Jesus, that's me. And I, when I do the good things and when I dig into my own system, mm-hmm. I can communicate with that divine energy. And that can help me to become a good person and do the things that I would like to do, like a manifestation. But um, you have to be aware that that um, that that source, Jesus Christ, is in you and you yes. know how to communicate with it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would, I would agree with that. And I like what you said, that knowing that that power, you know, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives within you. That power is there to help transform you to be like Jesus, to be his love. And it takes a while because we're messy humans and we're prideful and willful and we're pains in the butts.
0: Mm. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and uh, um, I, I digged uh, a lot of, into podcasting and to, uh, uh, well, especially in 2015, where I had the time to dig more into this, yeah, into the topics that I uh, interested in. And mm-hmm. I came across from ancient history, um, aliens, uh, uh, giants, you, you name it, probably you have been uh, 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 been searching to that topics too or you came across these topics and mm-hmm. I also found um, a very interesting person to me uh, which is Santos Bonacci you hear of him? I haven't you haven't? I have not oh you will love that I think Santos Bonacci is uh, I want to reach out to that one also I, I think uh, he has some really nice knowledge because um he was raised as a, a Jehovah witness. So he studied the Bible, uh, but he also uh, on, on, a, on a later path in, in life, he uh, studied cosmology and stuff like that. And he connected the dots between the Bible and uh, your human body, how it works and cosmology. So basically what he is trying to say, and well, I hope I can rephrase it correctly, if you got the moon, you got some phrases in the moon. You got some. Uh, you, well, the, the, the sky is a uh, the, the sky is a clock. So the mm. zodiacs are upon that with the moon, with the stars and stuff like that. And if you know when you were born and what time that relates to the moon, to the full moon, for example, um, you can uh, you can dig into that divine well spirit called probably um because you're aligned with that on that time i hope you know what i mean because i don't know if it makes sense
1: so is it basically following the horoscope zodiac kind of thing with what the stars are how they're aligning and stuff
0: yeah yeah okay yeah i know what you're saying and um i think his father was also a farmer and uh, he planted the seeds because of the moon phases, he knew exactly when I'm going to plant these seeds, they will grow well. And he know how to harvest them because he looked at the moon and he saw in the moon, because it's a sky clock, just like, Oh, this is the right time to put it in the ground or to put it out of the ground. And he (laughs) could tell to other farmers around him, Oh, when did you plant it? That I think then, and then that crop won't grow. Right. And he was right about that all the time.
1: So,
0: wow, that's fascinating. Yeah, that's really. I'll I mean, have to. Yeah, go ahead.
1: I was just going to say I'll have to check him out. Definitely read up
0: on that. I will send you some uh, some links. Uh, we got your contact uh, contact details uh, anyway, so I, I will do that. He's very fascinating, and what I always say is, when you dig into some stuff, uh, it, if it's going to be a religion or some topics that you're interested in, when it when it feels right for yourself, you know the plausible truth. When that comes out for your own uh, feeling, that's number one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, I was uh, I was uh, uh, scrolling into your uh, Instagram, and you make a lot of pottery, and you uh, you also have some um, some worries about our world, aren't you? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please talk about that.
1: Well, I think one of the biggest problems, I mean, it's it's hitting from all sides everywhere, from the elites to whatever. But one of the problems I see is Islam. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not coming against Muslims. I love all humans. We all have our own crap. <laughs> um, but Islam, which is an ideology, is a big problem. I mean, that it's two billion and growing followers. You have American college students that have no idea what they're talking about or what's going on in reality converting to islam they don't understand that the main goal of this religion is basically world domination by the sword if necessary mm-hmm. and um, it's, it's a problem because they're invading us our borders are open here in america um and they are pouring in like yeah it's it's, it's gonna be bad eventually but they're just getting in place right now so yeah they're, they're not rising up yet
0: it's the same here in in europe uh you, you re- uh, rephrase that on a on a uh, on an instagram post we got this island in uh, Sicilia in uh, mm-hmm. Italy and there are some islands in, uh, in Greek also that have a few thousand of uh, uh, inhabitants, I think you call that, or some citizens like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, because it, it's very close to the uh, African border, uh, right. people coming over and uh, they really take over uh, the islands. Now, I have to be honest with you, I was always making, um, I was always worried and I I, I put out my content and, and said what I thought about some headlines and stuff like that um, until I have to face some, uh, some, some really big sickness, which uh, almost cost my life. And one of the things I did then was turn out the TV and turn out the news stations. And um, I'm a courier, so uh, um, I have to drive a car. But because we have several colleagues that drive the same car, uh, sometimes the radio is on. So the first thing I do when I uh, start uh, up the car is turn off the radio. I don't want to hear any bullshit because I can't do anything about it. Uh, the, the, the funny thing is, I was never more to basically zen than I am now in this moment. So I can talk about the, uh, the topics. I know what's going on in the world um but some way some because it's not pointed at me all the time like do you have an opinion what's your opinion you know what i mean um you know it, it makes my life uh easier somehow um b- because the thing is um this mass migration uh immigration is uh Especially here in the Netherlands, it's it's very, it, it's well. There's there's no uh, village that doesn't has uh, any immigrants, and and we have working immigrants from Poland and 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 from Russia and stuff like that, and we have uh, the immigrants or uh, which we call it sometimes the gold seekers. So basically, what we're trying to say is, you go to an island, you go from from Africa, you go to an island like Sicily. There is some help, but you don't want that help. So you go from Italy to France, there is some help, but you continue to Belgium. There is some help, but you continue to the Netherlands. Why is that? Because we have more to give, or basically say our government wants more to give. (laughs) And that's uh, something that is also uh, in America, right? So they put it up... uh, the tap and it's floating in and it's almost unstoppable.
1: It is. Yep. And I, and I think, you know, we can't stop it. You know, I pray and everything and I pray for the hearts of everybody, especially those that come with evil in their hearts that just want to destroy everything. Um, But I think, you know, I'm just trying to sometimes educate people. It just kind of ticks me off a lot of times, but just educate people on, you know, what Islam is and everything, because so many people, converting to this religion that says to slaughter people and yeah, okay, sorry, I'm a little distracted, my cat's running around (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) it's okay it's just me and my cat
0: here but but it is, especially when you see that uh, these kind of people have a different religion and a different standpoint to our western civilization Mm -hmm. which makes uh, no sense uh, eventually to 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 take them here so i think there is a other agenda that uh-huh. wants to uh put us against them to divide and conquer on a on a on a more evil level what what's your thoughts about that well i don't think we should be
1: against them i think we should we should have knowledge of what they believe so we're not deceived and fooled but be- because I truly believe right now that the mass immigrations are them getting in place for an uprising one day. I fully believe that because back in the, the crusades were a result of the brutal Muslim invasions back, you know, that was almost a thousand years ago, um, and they needed more numbers, so they've been growing consistently since then because they have the highest number average per children of any religion. Mm-hmm. So that's basically what, what's happened. I don't think we should rage up and war against them. We should be aware, have knowledge, love, and pray for them, but not be stupid. I watch my back everywhere I go.
2: So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that, that comes with it, right? So the, the, the love of people and, and understanding their religion and their background, um mm-hmm. uh, makes more sense but i think um there's a plan and uh correct me if i'm wrong maybe it's my 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 little brain fart right here but when i was into that topic especially here in the netherlands where um you know in, in, the, in like say 10 15 years ago maybe 20 years ago there were a lot of villages where there were only um the people from the Netherlands. And this is not in, in, in a discriminating or racist mm. uh, way to speak. Mm. But nowadays, even in the smallest villages, you have uh, a lot of cultures. And I think that everyone that needs help should be helped. The mm. thing is, there are a lot of people who get more help than the people that need help that are uh, basically 30, 40, 50 years here in the Netherlands. That is what uh, why... Uh, Geert Wilders, uh, the new president of the, of the Netherlands, came to power because people were fed up about the mass immigration and about the, the people that get in. Not, not about the people themselves, but what's the plan behind some people that come in. And it's not about the people that are in, uh, uh, in areas like war and stuff like that, because every human being uh, should, should uh, get some help when they need it. But these were more about how does it come that only full grown men in their, uh, yeah, fertility of their life between 18 and 35 without children, mm-hmm. without a woman come mm-hmm. across the border. Yeah. And I like exactly really. what you say. It's just like if they're uh, taking over, not in the way that, that they now scream, we're going to take it over. But it could be that there's one day that they wake up, they're going to have a click. And when everybody's doing the things that they may be supposed to do, we are going to have a problem, no matter who, how big your army is or how big your country is, because these people are completely like a Trojan horse already in our country.
1: Yes. They will rise up like army ants. Yep.
0: Yep.
2: That's frightening, you know, isn't
1: it? It is. And I mean, I've had dreams, you know, where I've died in dreams several times. One, one, I continued on the dream after I died, but the Muslims were lining people up on the streets. But I, I've already experienced having my throat slit in my dream and everything. By I mean, I'm, I'm preparing for my death. You know, I just, I pray about my death all the time just to be able to do it mm-hmm. while praising the Lord. You
0: know, go down with courage. <laughs> so Okay. Hey, it's a nice time to die, the Indians
2: say. <laughs> yeah yeah but it's, it's frightening same. it's frightening it that, that mm-hmm. you
0: can't put your finger around your uh that you can't pinpoint just like okay we're gonna have a, br- a brilliant uh, lovely future together but there are some things that are on the ground boiling mm-hmm. until they come to a cook point and we do not have this future that we have in mind
1: yeah, yeah, no, that's that's been weighing heavily, too, because, you know, the Netherlands, I'm sure, was once a lot like America, because I used to look over there and be like, oh, I want to go live there. And um, but everything's just crumbling really quick, like birth pains getting closer and closer together. And mm. it's just really important to hide yourself in the Lord. And um, yeah, just be yeah. strong. And, and uh, uh,
0: talking about uh, the Lord, is, is, have you been raised Christian?
1: Um, I was actually raised Southern Baptist. That was interesting. So I grew up knowing a lot about the stories and stuff. And my heart was also heavily drawn to the occult. Um, But I chose Jesus. And, you know, I defended him for all these years. It wasn't until I was 29 years old. I was in college um, dating a beautiful Muslim boy who was half Pakistani. And that's when I really first got introduced to Islam. And so I started diving into his religion. And I was like, oh, wait, you know, he's saying we're worshiping the same God. And I went on this search and it, it really messed me up inside because I was presented with information that confused me and challenged my own faith.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
1: don't remember the day. It was in summer 2009. I was on my floor in my living room by myself. Promise of a Lifetime by Cutlass was playing, and I was crying out to God. I was just – my heart was completely surrendered to him, just asking him. I was like, I've defended you all my life. I need to know who's real, what the truth is who is God? Who are you? And um, nothing happened that moment, but I woke up the next morning and oh my goodness, it was like the spirit of God was just, I mean, he, he was just showed up and he was just in me in power. And it was like being alive for the very first time and knowing him, like, oh gosh, it was so amazing. <laughs> His spirit was with me for two weeks until I was disobedient, and went after a boy again. <laughs> Cause, cause I <I'm> was <laughs> a dumb kid, he loves boys. So.
0: <laughs> wow. And did uh, Flat Earth, because that's also a topic that we uh, uh, we have the same level on, probably, uh, mm-hmm. brought you closer to God?
1: Yes. And that's crazy, because this only, my revelation of our true earth only happened back in, it was right after the Hawaii in, um, massacre. Um, okay. So it was, in, it was in September, a couple of weeks after the Hawaii massacre. Um, so... Uh, yeah, I was in I'd seen something on TikTok about it from this Christian kid that I follow. And I was like, well, that that's weird. because I had never even considered flat earth, but I just kind of pushed it off. I didn't bash him. I didn't think anything else about it. And a couple of weeks later, I was in the supermarket in line and there was a magazine that had something about Flat Earth society or something that mentioned Flat Earth. And I remember mocking in my head. I cannot believe such an archaic group still is around. Like, how does this even happen? Well, the Lord corrected me just a week later because I first saw some things, some videos and stuff that made me question the integrity of NASA. And I was like, okay, I'm going to dig some more. So I found more and more videos. And I was like, you know what? I'm a believer. I'm going to go to God's word and see what he has to say. Whatever he says, I'm going to roll with it and trust the science to follow. So I started digging and immediately it showed that we live under a firmament, the moon's a luminary, the sun's luminary. like, we're standing still. I was like, okay, Lord, you're either going to have to prove the science or I'm going to look like an idiot. Mm-hmm. And um, sure enough, the more I dug into it, oh, it crumbled so fast. All the science points to flat earth. The globe is total BS lunacy. I, I, I feel so stupid for even believing in it now, but yes, it has definitely brought me closer to the Lord because um when i was 7 years old i remember standing on my porch and it was about the time i guess p- probably because i'd learned of the globe and space about that time um i was trying to contemplate the infiniteness of infinitenity you know inf- infiniteness of god <laughs> okay. Um, because I was sitting there thinking of all the galaxies and stuff, and I was like, wait a second, I thought he was right up there, but now there's this space, and I remember it hurt my brain. That memory has stuck with me for years. And here hmm. recently, I'm like, wait a second. That was why, because I was taught this lie, this deception, and it's and it separated my mind from God and where he is. And now that I know he's right up there, oh God, I just I, even though I know the Spirit's in me, like, I find myself looking up, just talking to him more and more and more, like, it's, it is so deep in my relationship with him, and I just find his work just so much more beautiful now, so...
0: It makes it's, more sense, right? Because when you know that there's something that created this, and it's been written down, when you, when you look at Scripture, especially Genesis 1, if you go read the Bible again, when you are digging into flat earth, you... Mm-hmm whatever belief system that you have is just like, how the hell does this stands here? And it makes so much sense. And at that point, when you realize that the, the connection to the creator, whoever that creator will be for, for every individual is, is been established somehow. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very fascinating because um, I always, I never believed in fairy tales and, and, I thought the Bible was a fairy tale book. Uh, I, I, I was raised Christian, but I didn't make any sense of that what was, was saying. I had to sit still, I had to shut my mouth up, stuff like that that I didn't like.
1: yeah
0: um, And then when I uh, have this uh, awakening for myself, just like, oh wait a minute, there is something that tells me that and it's not that I'm gonna say that's my direct belief system. But like, say, for for me, God is that what what created us. And and probably it's the ether, right? Because the ether is one of the elements that's been taken out. So Mm -hmm. you got air, water, fire, and earth. And the Mm -hmm. fifth element is uh, ether. And I think it's also in Genesis that it says that the spirit of God is going into the depths of of the water. Mm -hmm. I want to create it more. And I think the ether connects everything with us. So um, I had this, this moment of thinking about that. Uh, so I said, okay, why do I not interpret the, interpret the Bible on a different way? And Santos Bonacci does this also, which for me resonates quite some more. Um, God is that what everything creates and uh, you can communicate with God. But you have to communicate with your own Jesus Christ inside of you, in your own system, to be healthy and to be the best antenna to reach out to God.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Isn't it fascinating? It is fascinating. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I bought the Bible like four months ago now, probably. Never thought that I would purchase that book. Never, ever. So you've uh, never really like dived in and read it or anything? No, never. Wow. Yeah. It's a living book,
1: man. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. And that, that was really fascinates me that the things that there are now are, um, it been written thousands of years ago and they are lined up exactly on this timeline. So I watched the, uh, I think it's called the watchers web on, uh, YouTube, which are about um, well biblical uh, biblical scripture uh, translated to nowadays things that are happening in the world. So that, that was really fascinating to me. But it it's not something like oh um, I'm now uh, um, a Christian. Uh, hmm. I do believe that uh, the book, the Bible, is more for um, it, it's for everyone, right? So. The basic line what I have is um, if you talk to people like the way we do right now, we can learn from each other. Mm -hmm. Um, But the thing is, if I go uh, to someone that that we never met and we have never met and I say, hey, read this book because this is the truth or something like that. You could have a problem with that because you feed something that maybe doesn't resonate you in that moment with you. But by going into a conversation and having a dialogue about these things, it makes more sense to the other person. And it makes them curious to read the scripture and to dig into the Bible and into your own belief systems. Right on. Yes. Mm. So have (laughs) you read the Gospels yet? You not know. everyone no not 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 all of them not yet no i okay. think the thing is and that's a very stupid excuse <laughs> I say this first of all because i know myself mirror mirror on the wall um <laughs> i do uh um some podcasting since the last two three months and it's it's going to get bonanza with other words when we make a podcast like one and a half two hours uh the editing uh the uploading and stuff like that takes well, sometimes a half a day. Mm. So it takes quite some time. So, and that's good because I learn a lot with the guests that I talk about. Um, I learn a lot about the things that I already known, but what I, when I'm going to dig deeper in it. Right. Um, so, yeah, basically, it's a, a, a luxury of time. And I know that everything. In life, you can double or triple accept your own time. So I have to be very careful with my time. And um, to me, I do not always need a scripture or a gospel to connect to the creator for me and uh, to get some answers and to have the, the guideline in my life to be on the, on the good path of life.
1: No, I would, I would agree with that. Like I, taught to God all the time I just read the word to know him and you know know the history how he was with his people where he led his people and the redemption of you know just to know him deeper but yeah I get just conversing with him all the time
0: yeah well, what do you think about um my philosophy is that nature is God and God is nature I
1: would disagree completely okay. <laughs> Perfect. Because it is because it has no power on its own it's just merely part of his creation so it's an mm. extension of the loveliness and beauty of god but it isn't a god because it's you know it's going to be destroyed and washed away one day burned away one day anyway so and a new income
0: yeah it's a circle of life isn't it mm-hmm. mm. because i related more to the to the nature part when I was dealing with uh, some health problems and some uh, uh, burnout that followed, um, and then I was taking more a walk. You know, I walked a little bit more. Uh, there's some beautiful nature here. These are not forests like in in America and the USA because we're living in a very small, uh, very small part of the world. Um, I think if you translate it into kilometers. Uh, probably in miles, it would be 200 by 215 miles or something like that. That's our country with 18 oh, wow. million people. So, oh. yeah, <laughs> it's quite dense. <laughs> so uh, if I say I walked in a forest, it's probably for you, it's a public park.
1: <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm sorry. No, I get going out in nature to connect with God. That used to be my fate when my daughter was young.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
1: on weekends that she was with my ex husband, I would go out and I was in college at the time too, but I would go out on the trails, be out there as the sun was rising up, and be out deep in the woods hiking by myself just to go out there and just be with the Lord by myself because it's definitely a great place to feel closer to Him than in the hustle and bustle.
0: So, hmm. and that's what I meant it's connecting me to God. And for me, when I'm in nature, it connects me to god so that's probably my Thanks. metaphor um god is nature if you look at it on a uh on a on a sunny day in spring in autumn you you see your own circle of life and the own circle of of every everything's life so everybody every everything has a beginning and an end and the end creates a new beginning for others um and that's what fascinates me about nature, which brings me close to God, as I said. And yeah. that's why I say uh, maybe it's, it's more. Uh, well, not maybe. It's I, I relate more to um, paganism, but not in, in a bad way, uh, because I all um, also dig into the uh, in, in God, know the, the 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 word of God, the creation, because yeah. I don't know how to explain that, but uh, for me, it makes sense when I say God is the one that creates everything, so when I walk around in nature, it connects me with it, it mm-hmm. makes me realize about it I can talk about it because there there's my Zen, you know mm-hmm. um if I see concrete cars and people it it uh it's deceiving for me <laughs> right and it's just well when you. When you drive down the highway and you see all these uh, billboards that, you know, uh, take a look at this and uh, here's this and there's that is all distraction, distraction, distraction. Everywhere.
2: When I'm in the woods,
0: in a forest, when I do my own thing, I can talk in my own, to my own inner Christ and to God.
1: Yeah, so I would get that. And I mean, I kind of get what you mean about the paganism thing too. Like I said, I was always heavily drawn to the occult and stuff like that and then you know i had to make a choice because and i tell everybody this i'm like if i either hated jesus or just didn't believe in him i would be a hardcore practicing witch <laughs> that's all there is <laughs> I, I chose jesus so <laughs> i don't want to be my own god and tr- i don't trust myself so
0: no that, I, I think that's that's the thing everybody can be uh their own God in a positive way, not not in a way that oh oh i'm I'm outstanding to 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 God, but the closer you get to yourself in your own system, uh the more you believe in yourself, the more powerful you will be, and the more you will be connected to the Creator
1: mm, I'm not gonna say I
0: fully agree with that, but I kind of see where you're going <laughs> mm, and you don't have to agree with me thats that that's a good point about the conversation, right. Yes. <laughs> so um tell me about uh flat earth because um as as you said before it it was after the uh, uh the Hawaii incident right w- when you dig more into that stuff and uh with that came a great awakening.
1: Yes. Yeah. How
0: did that with your life.
1: Um well for one it, it- Golly, it was like, just like you said, it was an awakening. So it changed everything immediately. And um, at the time I was in a small group, a Christian small group. So I had a couple, a couple that was my considered my spiritual leaders. So immediately I was like, I need to talk to y'all. And I went over there and told them. And then eventually I just had to leave that group because they didn't want me talking about it. Basically is what I got from it. And so, um, so I kind of lost that and, um, it's kind of caused some problems as I've come into it, like I try to tell my dad about it and he told me I was an idiot and stupid and um, there was no conversation to be had.
0: So <laughs> that was fun. <laughs>
1: but um, yeah.
0: And isn't it strange when, when you get closer to the word of God and you open up the Bible, you show them, this is my point of view about a world that we're not living on a globe, but we're living on a flat earth. And it's been written here in scripture that, the people that believe in 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 God say that you're wrong or that you're an idiot or something like that.
1: Yeah, and that really bothers me when Christians do it. Like, I can get if you don't follow God and the Word of God isn't your authority, then fine. Um, I can show you the science all day, but um, yeah, when Christians say that it's a lie and they're calling man, God and the truth versus actually digging into the word that they claim to believe and follow is, is just blows my mind. I'm like, you claim to believe this. You're supposed to weigh the word against everything to find out what the truth is. And you're calling your opinion and the lies of man, the truth and God, a liar. It's it's insane.
0: Crazy, isn't it?
1: It is indeed.
0: I, uh, I had something, uh, that popped up uh, a few weeks ago that I was uh, thinking about and it's uh, it's like science is created to um for, for people that don't believe in the bible and the bible is created for people that don't believe in science
1: but, that's stupid sorry is that yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> why? Just
2: stupid
1: ahead. huh why well because science isn't for people that you know just because we believe in the science actually is just proves god's creation it's just a way to examine and understand god's creation it doesn't disprove him it's just for us to help understand the world we live in and to utilize it to our best potential as he created it to be utilized it doesn't disprove him in any which way
0: no 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 that's not what i mean it's it's something it's, it's more in the way that um People that believe in science
2: mm.
0: are not directly connected to the Bible. People that believe not, in the Bible are not directly connected to, uh, to science. But somehow, of course, they have to uh, wrap their, their hands together to find the plausible truth in Scripture or from Scripture. You're going to dig into some topics to, uh, to analyze it and to, to get scientifically proof, as you say.
1: But what is their science that the Bible goes against that they don't even believe in real science like people that believe in abortion say it isn't murder. But when you see cells multiplying and you see life happening and you kill it, even though in the potential it's, you know, you're killing life. So, I mean. Mm. They're science deniers. I So I don't even get why they say that, you know, Bible believers, you know, deny science or I mean, what is their science? Their science is pseudoscience. It doesn't even exist, It's up in their minds. It's like the space nonsense and the globe nonsense. They have no proof of that. You've never seen it. You can't experience water bending around a spinning ball while maintaining a stable and stationary ecosystem. they have no science that's the thing
0: no no no,
1: a woman and a woman a man it's not science it's just imagination
0: yeah And, and that's what i'm trying to say that um when i take these two points out that one is based on something that's been written for thousands of years the other is based on um on analytics and stuff like that but it don't make any sense so what is their belief system then nothing yeah so and that that's a, a great point touched based on uh on nasa the funny thing is when we people uh especially the people that uh are asleep or uh the globies or whatever you're going to call them uh see a white coat uh or, or a lab coat on on uh on the internet or on television
2: they mm-hmm. believe it's the truth
0: i don't know <laughs> I hear your reaction and I think that you uh, completely agree with that. And it's uh, fascinating in how fast someone is going to be deceived.
2: Mm-hmm. I, yeah. used, Go ahead.
0: I used to work as a, as a salesman. Uh, so I always wear uh, this uh, uh, suits and stuff like that. It's unbelievable how people treat you. And when I'm normally walking around with my Iron Maiden shirt on, with my tattoos, with with the jeans that's ripped, and uh, with my sneakers, people have a completely different view of the same, exact the same person. And um, people are very good in judging a book by its cover, Mm -hmm. but read between the lines what this book has to say. Right. And... uh, with NASA comes uh, the belief system based on uh, one of the, the biggest uh, criminals in the world, Werner von Brown, from a Nazi regime. And oh. we believe that. So <laughs> they, they pointed out in, uh, how, how you say, it, um, in plain and hide, uh, hide in plain sight with uh, the globe and with the serpent tongue uh, over it. That's the logo. I know. And uh, yesterday I was talking to uh, David Weiss, which uh, was a great podcast, and he has so many proofs. So, real uh, science. Okay, we're we gonna we're gonna see how they say that the model should work, and it doesn't work. So we come up with another model, and that's oh no, that's debunked because we have a lab coat, and we tell you how it is. <laughs> well, guess what? We were talking about it yesterday. I think there are maybe two or three things that uh, uh, they will try to prove that we are living on the globe. But there are hundreds, hundreds of proofs and scientifically been proven over and over again that we're living on a flat, stational Earth or planet. I don't know if it's a planet, but let's call it Earth, Mother Gaia. And it's really fascinating that. Um, have you seen the app or do you have the app from uh, David? The what? The the flat Earth app. I do not. I did not know there was one. So okay, I, okay. I, I will. I will send you also and I show it here in a, in a show description and on when you take a look at the, the the podcast with David Wise. I have his website on it and a discount code, okay. um, and it's only. I think it's $3.99 for forever, or you can choose to have the uh, a complete version, which has also a, a friend, a f- no, find, no, now I'm struggling with my words. A friend finder, that's the word, friend finder, so you can see the people around you that are into Flat Earth, and you can connect with them. Oh, so, that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool, because When you go to North Carolina and and, and, uh, the place that you live and you see that somebody connected to this app, um, well, let's say you're looking for a house. That was an example that David gave me. If you're looking for a house, you you need a a real estate broker. Where would you go to? To somebody that has a complete different belief system or somebody said, hey, I'm a real estate broker. Um, I'm into flat earth. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I
2: mean,
0: he has a lot of videos and books that related, only related to flat earth. So if you want to check out, um, well, what about the sun? Type in sun and you will get every video that that's been around for uh, proving how we think the flat earth does, how the sun works. If you type in constellations, you can see how that works. If you type in, oh, Dave had this experiment that he did on his kitchen table. So he has a level line, right? Completely level. And he has some uh, some bottles standing here and he made an artificial sun with a light. And he's he's pointing the camera exactly on the, on the way that we can see. If the, when the light goes farther away, you see that it's going to be down. But the funny thing is everything is level. So our perception says it's going down. Right. So that's all the proof that he has. And, um, I have to upload the, uh, uh, the video I have to, I was editing uh, it uh, before we, we, we hopped on this podcast it's really great and David Wise is one of the 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 main characters on the flat earth uh, uh, community together with Mark Sargent I had -hmm. an interview with him on uh, Friday I posted that already Um, there's so much knowledge if you want to well prove is something else but if you want to talk about flat earth and somebody says to you doesn't make any sense what you say right now you can back it up with the app by showing okay what i'm just trying to say is look at this look at that that's how we think that we live and this app let me see if i can because you can see my uh uh you can see my screen right Mm -hmm. all right so so this is the app okay Right on. Yeah. And uh, I had it now installed with Zodiacs and stuff like that. So you can basically see, uh, well, the camera doesn't show it that good, but you can see the flat earth and you can see where the sun is right now and how it's working. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and you I'm have not- a kid. There is a uh, a section that's called homeschooling. And they're all videos. And uh, if you show your kid every day one video, you will be amazed how much knowledge she will have. It's about hidden history, forgotten history, Sunday sermons, uh, wizard jets. is it called? Age 14 to 120, kids of all ages. And it's a lot of videos that tell you about uh, stuff. Um so it's it's, and, and this is what I said about uh, the uh, uh, the videos that he has posted on. So you can uh, search for that one specifically, and there's a lot of content. It's hours and hours and hours of content that makes sense. Awesome. <laughs> you know Sean Hibbler by the movie uh, Level Up and Level Me no you you gotta dig that one too <laughs> so you yeah. get to, but um sean hiber is a is a is a friend of the podcast of the firmamental
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh Raul and Alex. and uh, Sean made some amazing documentaries amazing and uh he has some interviews with the flat earth people, but he is also proving some stuff with his videos um uh-huh. He's making a, a new video, and everything that he does is in his own uh, producing. So, so he does everything. He does the producing, the editing. He makes the interviews. He does, uh, um, you know, m- make the connections, travel to the to the destinations where he has to record and to film, and all um, he does it all by his own. So he's he's looking for some uh, uh, for some fundraisers to make this all possible, right? So it's not that we're on Netflix and we're going to have a bag of money and we can make exactly that film that the narrative wants to see, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jessica, you, you live in uh, uh, North Carolina. Um, how old is your child? Um, she's 16? 16. 16. Oh, yes, can you call it a child? Is a teenager, but it's still <laughs> yeah, your child, yeah. right? <laughs>
1: she's like her own little adult at this point. She's really very wise, very mature for her age. So, wow,
0: yeah. And uh, uh, is she also into Flat Earth, or does she thinks mommy is crazy? She doesn't think I'm crazy. She listens to me, but um, yeah,
1: it's yeah. She she's getting there. I think we'll find out. But, yeah, she accepts it. She listens to me. And that's that's about it.
0: So, now well, that, That's the first thing you need to know. You know, listen to other people about what they have to say and uh, make up your own plausible truth, right?
1: Yeah, and I hope she also trusts me because, and this ticked her dad off really bad, but when she was old enough to understand anything, she was about three years old. I told her that Santa Claus wasn't real because I couldn't bear to lie to my kid. Hmm. And um, so hopefully she knows <laughs> that I don't BS her. So...
0: And it's funny, isn't it, as you see how the how the normies raise their kids. First of all, they have to walk. And mm-hmm. when they walk, they have to sit still. Then they mm-hmm. have to learn to talk. When they talk, they have to shut up. And one of the other things that they say is, you should not lie. And what we do is lie to them until they're seven or eight with Santa Claus and Easter eggs and stuff like that.
1: Yep. And I just couldn't do it. It's like, nope.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's really... good. That's good. And how um how how does your ex bu- husband think about that? About the stuff that you're doing right now, let's say. Um, we don't really talk. My my situation
1: is very my life has been very weird. So
0: that's
1: yeah. <laughs> my life has been very interesting and I've had a very, very broken, kind of hard life. So
0: but, and yeah. and the, the occult, is that something that you digged into a very uh, at a young age, or something that Beautiful. interested you?
1: Um, yeah, so when I was younger, um, you know, I was definitely interested in the occult. We would do all the silly things, you know, at birthday parties and stuff, playing, you know, the light as a feather. And you know, even magazines I got would have like tarot cards in it and stuff and I've, I've and I guess I've always been drawn to weird kind of things, you know, like I did a report on spontaneous human combustion when I was in seventh grade. And then when I was in college, my historical person that I wrote about was Ted Bundy. And I just I've always been drawn to the the otter things in life. Hmm. Um, so I don't know. I'm a weirdo, I guess. But a Jesus loving weirdo.
0: <laughs> Jesus loves everybody, isn't it? If, if you come to, to, to a point in your life, no matter what you did and you say, OK, uh, please guide me. He will be there, one hundred percent.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I I talk to him all the time to let me guide me because
0: I can be an idiot when I guide myself. So, Mm. (laughs) how how uh, would you describe uh, Jessica that you talk to him? How do you do that? How I talk to
1: the Lord? Yeah, yeah. I just I just talk to him. Like I, I spend a lot of my time. I'm in a very isolated season right now so I'm at home a lot and I just talk to him like I'm talking to another human mm. <laughs> I just talk, I talk out loud and we just I talk to him and you know he responds and I just, I don't know I talk to him like I would anybody else
0: yeah and isn't it uh, magnificent how he responds because it's the, so, sometimes people can hear a voice uh, mm. what I see is uh, little signs or uh, figures stuff like that it's, it's really yeah. awesome
1: yeah, I mean, he speaks in a variety of different ways. For me, it's just a small voice, usually. I've only heard him, like, something almost kind of audibly out loud one time. But that was years ago. But with me, it's just kind of like this little voice inside that I know is not mine.
0: Mm. Because our, our thoughts are very powerful. And sometimes people are going to get crazy about their own thoughts because they can wrap uh, wrap their head around what these thought, thoughts are or how they come by. Mm-hmm. But if you dig into your own system and you feel very uh, balanced and, and harmonious about your system and you know who you are and you love yourself for the first time, um, real magic happens because then you have that, as you described, that, that other voice that guides you, that you know you can separate from all the other voices or other thoughts this is not from me. This is something from higher up.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Hmm?
1: Yeah, please talk. Oh, I'm a, I don't even remember what I was going to say.
0: So you oh, go. No the, uh, the uh, uh, if listeners want to connect to you, uh, is the, the, the best way to connect to you by uh, Instagram?
1: yes probably so
0: okay and that will be uh until eden pottery i will uh, show the link in the descriptions um and yeah as, as i said i, I really liked uh, the the content that you made and uh, also the worries that you speak out and i think a lot of a lot of people should uh, speak out more about the concern instead of uh, uh, you know letting, letting these concerns uh, float in your system and, and uh, sometimes you just have to speak out and um, if that resonates with people, people are going to reach out you can talk about it you can, uh, uh, you can let it go for your own system so you clean your own system up by uh, telling what's bothering you, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, I'm a writer also. So I'm a creative. I have to express what's going on inside or I'll go crazy.
0: Okay, and you're writing a book or or poems or
1: Well, I used to write a lot of poems, a lot of prose. I actually wrote a novel once. Um in th- it was during National Novel Writing Month, which is in November, called Remo, and um i was in college my daughter was real little and um i wrote a novel never read it it was some cheesy fantasy novel but the point is is i wrote it
0: <laughs> that's the thing that's the thing it's the same thing uh, uh i think you can relate to that way if you if you uh uh make your pottery you start do you start with an idea or do you just start with the clay and it transforms itself to to the thing that you want to express
1: um, both. Sometimes I have an idea and I actually somewhat execute what I'm thinking about. Um, sometimes I just let the clay do whatever it wants. Then sometimes I'll have an idea in my head and something totally different wants to come out. So, and I also, I also love taking one of my things is it's like, if I mess up on the wheel or I make a mistake on something, I'm not usually one to just throw it away. I find something new to make out of it. And so oh, just, wow.
0: Whatever. So I embrace the mistakes. Oh, we all should do that because we can learn from it and uh, eventually as you say it's a nice metaphor even if you mess up you can uh, make something beautiful out of that mess. Exactly yes. Mm, love that thought probably that's why, why I uh, sometimes I, I, I record some things that I do with the guitar and mm-hmm. I'm very hard on myself about if it's good enough and stuff like that I think every, everyone has some doubt but sometimes oh, yeah. uh even, sometimes when i put things out that i didn't thought about i have the best reactions and mm-hmm. when i listen yeah. to it afterwards i think oh that isn't that good oh wait a minute Rob. somebody else is telling you hey it's great or something like that mm-hmm. so i really like that that uh, uh, the way of uh, uh that you express yourself in that way um and i think it's uh it's a uh, uh a balanced and harmon harmonious process that you do when you're uh, into claying, right? It's it's like being completely in yourself.
1: Yes, yeah, clay clay is like my therapy. I always tell people it's like going into kindergarten art class and it, actually making things that you
0: like instead of just you know junk. So it's mm-hmm. fun. And you do also the uh, uh, the paintings on a pottery that makes even even the the uh, uh, what's it called the uh the glazing yeah the color. it it, it makes know. it it makes it more speaking
1: yes yeah so after the raw clay is sculpted to its final form you fire it once and then you can paint it with glazes which is basically like melting colored glass just a bunch of chemicals together and stuff or minerals and um yeah so it makes it all pretty and colorful
2: Wow,
0: love that! And uh, uh, as, as you said, you're a little bit uh, uh, isolated right now in this uh, in in this period of time. Is that because of the seasons are, are harsh now in uh, North Carolina?
1: No, it's because my husband left nine months ago when I was out on a backpacking trip in the Grand Canyon, and I haven't heard from him since. So I'm just sitting here. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to know the truth, there.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I like to,
1: <laughs> but that's uh,
0: that's that, that's quite hard.
1: Yeah, it's it's been hard, but I've been doing a lot of healing, and um, yeah, because he was my second marriage, and we just celebrated nine years of marriage, and poop he disappeared.
0: Wow. So. You haven't you haven't heard since, so you so you don't know if he's alive or not.
1: I know he's alive. I get a check from him every month, and I've heard from his lawyer.
0: And I'm like, okay. Oh. So,
1: but it's it's all right. We've kind of gone through this before, and I, he was older than me. He was 23 years older, and I was his fourth marriage. But he was, like, the first, I thought, Christian guy I'd ever dated. And, like, anyways, I meant my vows. Apparently he didn't, so he's gone. Hmm.
0: So you make a lot of pottery right now
1: yes trying
0: to <laughs> <laughs> oh isn't it strange that sometimes uh life has this did this completely different path uh for you and uh, uh you don't want to walk that path but somehow you just end up in in that path and it has a reason for 100% sure but you don't figure out what the reason is yet so it's, it's this uh ongoing process until you figure it out just like oh wait a minute this is what life wanted to show me or this is what uh yeah call it god is one to show me or has to give me to learn some things about
1: yeah yeah i would agree with that my life has been i've really feel like i've had a lot more pain than i have had joy but um during this season like it I've been broken a lot, but this, this one like really broke me, but it actually, and then my dog died like a few months later. And like, it was just, just really bad. And, um, but honestly I've during this, I feel like this was the breaking of me finally, that brought me to into my healing because I feel like I am just growing and maturing so much during this alone season as I just deal with the pain. And, um, just just grow up from it, you know. I'm not bitter about it. I mean, I'm still sad. I love him, but you know, I'm gonna just grow up from it and rock on and become better for it. So
2: mm,
0: rock on. That's a good one. You like music?
1: I do. I listen. I, well, I grew up mostly on like Metallica and White Zombie and Ozzy Osbourne and typo negative and stuff. But um, these days, I listen to mostly either worship music or stuff like Evanescence, Natural, Natural Dragon. Is that it? Imagine Dragons. Oh, <laughs> Just yeah,
2: kind yeah. of, stuff, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's also a uh, a period in our life that we uh, dig into some on other frequencies and uh well, especially well, type of negative I, I i really liked type of negative the, the the first album they they got out there was some uh, live uh uh live recordings and and this peter uh, Steele, he was really uh <laughs> well he, he was a little bit um uh, how we call it he was fucked up just fucked up because the 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 audience <laughs> was throwing bottles at him and stuff like that uh and then i think um Ah, did this, this green uh, type of negative with the origin of thesis came out. I love that one because it's like, uh, it's like a completely theater play. If you listen to it, just like a, uh, uh, an opera, like say. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's, uh, it's, uh it's something that uh, I always listened when I was in uh, uh, in my darkest period, but also when uh, nature starts to get a little bit dark. You know, uh, around autumn when uh, the leaves are falling from the trees. And uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, I I like that then the 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 dark side of that music. And uh, uh, what about Metallica? Uh, you like the old ones or the new ones?
1: I like their older stuff, and um, I think you know I quit listening to them. Basically, I think the last album I listened to of theirs, which I loved, was the Symphony of Metallica that came out. Do you
0: remember that? I symphony. Remember, I never listened to it.
1: Oh, I loved it just because I love like the passion of you know the whole symphony, behind you know they're just
0: rocking out. It was great. It's fantastic. I highly recommend. Okay, I will check <laughs> into that. Well, for for, for me, Metallica is uh, Kill 'em All. Right the Lightning, Master of Puppets. Yeah. And there are some great tracks on And Justice for All. Mm-hmm. But that's it. I, I the black album and stuff like that is something like mm, no, not my thing. I listened to their last song that they brought out like last year, I think it was. Um uh, Flaming to the Moth, I think it was called. It, it was a little bit more the old Metallica. And I think they did something with Lou Reed. And uh, when we dig into that album, we were just almost kidding ourselves because we're so depressed.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's fun. Yeah, but... And uh, um, isn't music also a therapy? It's therapy. It can also
1: be very brainwashing for people. I think it's important to... Now, now that I'm older and I understand the power of music because, you know, type of, I'm surprised you even knew type of negative. Most people I mentioned it to don't know who that is. But um, but I mean, if you listen to the lyrics of some of the stuff we listened to and just sang along with while we were growing up, um, not good. Like, yeah, not good at all. So mm. music can definitely be therapy, but I think it is important to know what the lyrics are saying before you ingest it.
0: It could be spells and especially yeah. with type of negative.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, there are a lot of witches and warlocks and they are definitely in higher places, definitely within celebrities and musicians. And um, so, yeah, it is careful because they can come out with some awesome beats that you're just like songs freaking awesome because the, the sound of it makes you want to move, dance. It just makes you feel good. All the while, what it's feeding you is poison.
0: Mm, and they harvest our energy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's just... I, I think I think there was a huge cultural... I think Woodstock was a huge shift culturally. Um, I, I watched a um, documentary on it, and I was just dumbfounded while I was watching it because I didn't really know much about it. I just realized, spiritually speaking, that that was a huge turning point in our American culture.
0: Mm. And you mean the, the old ones in the 70s or the new ones?
1: The, the old ones, 69.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I was digging into... Uh... Uh, the new one that that was a completely disaster, and there was a yeah. uh, a film on Netflix, and that was exactly how I saw the world. We want to have fun, and we are been been treated as a piece of shit. They mm. they needed water, and they didn't get any water, or it was too expensive. There were riots, and that was because the people were uh, well, basically. Fed up about things that uh, how it went, and uh, it it made me also realize when I opened up my eyes. Well, conspiracies in 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 general, uh, and and with flat earth, that I can't look at a movie nowadays. I I, I there is one series that I sometimes look at because I have to. Yeah, everybody needs some bread and play sometimes. It's mm-hmm. uh uh. Uh, supernatural and the show. supernatural 15 seasons
1: (laughs) oh yeah i know what you're talking about
0: yeah (laughs) yeah and i never digged into that uh, kind of stuff but uh somehow i I think it's it's nice because sometimes i can relate to uh different powers and and different entities that there are and they they do a great job on that but i just can't look at a movie anymore it makes no sense to me um it's the same with uh, uh, when I look at the news or I hear the news like blah, 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 this happened there and there. Well, I don't give a flying whatever because the things that I had to learn and it is uh, was a quite rough path was that when there are things that I can't change, I mm-hmm. shouldn't put any energy in it. Uh, and that's very hard because everybody is is been asked for uh for a, for an opinion or what do you think about this and stuff like that. And especially if you if you go to your colleagues at work, you know, oh, have you seen this yesterday? Blah blah blah. Well, no. <laughs> that's my answer now. No, don't you uh, know what's going on? No. <laughs> do you care? <laughs> No, peace. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, made me so balanced in life because I don't have these distractions in my mind. Oh my God, they're gonna get cross border. They're gonna kill us all. Oh my God, there's a plane crashed in Moscow. What about this? The Ukraine, uh, the Israel, uh, whatever, guys. I don't want you to suck on my energy and to create more negative things with my energy Mm -hmm. that's why the Bible says whatever is good
1: true, pure, lovely, noble all those things think on
0: (laughs) that's it and how can you do that? by not being distracted by the things that they tell you to be uh, distracted by and it's so hard (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah but the 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 funny thing is if if you come to that conclusion that you first of all going to love yourself about who you are and what you do and you can look yourself in the mirror and and say okay I'm a good person and you spread the love and you embrace people with love so many magic things happen and um you can only heal others with love when you love yourself.
2: Mm.
0: And it's the same with the people that, uh, well, uh, people that, just like a, a, psychi- a, psychi- a fucking word. psychiatrist or psychologist, uh, physical, Psycholo- psychologist. Psychologist, exactly. <laughs> that was a thank you. <laughs> You can only help people when you really dig into your system about how you work. Mm. And that doesn't come like, Oh, I'm a great person, blah, blah. No, 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 When do you start to, uh, you know, have this, this mechanism in yourself that, Oh, I don't like that about me. You know, when somebody is having this trigger point on you that you are, uh, oh always loving and peaceful but when somebody triggers you that you say ah pop, 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 pop. oh where does that come from <laughs> <You know? laughs> that huh yeah go ahead i was gonna say that could be me i'm feisty <laughs> <laughs> i had to say i was about probably 70 to 80 percent always negative i had like these veins here on my head just like hmm. um until I came closer to myself because of the things that I uh, had to learn and about the periods that I went in my in, in life, and now I'm 80 percent really balanced into peace and uh, love and uh, grounding stuff like that, just like uh, uh, quite this old hippie living on on uh, on this beautiful planet. But sometimes you you need to say. Breaking, goddamn, blah blah blah, and and hit something, you know, (laughs) not another human, but a box sack or, you know, scream out loud something in the forest, just like ah.
1: (laughs) But no, I, I like what I like what you say though about loving yourself because you know Jesus tells us the two greatest commandments that fulfill all the law is love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. And so yeah, it's it's important to love ourselves. And I, I find it hard um as, as the world crumbles because the the Bible does say that in the end, because of lawlessness, the love of many will grow cold. And I personally always thought that meant to be lawlessness, as in just, you know, breaking the law, murder, chaos, and all that. And it absolutely does. But I'm also realizing lawlessness includes. Um, The breaking of natural laws, um, such as a female shall always be biologically a female, a man shall be biologically a man, um, but they're saying that that's not true. So there's lawlessness there because they're breaking the natural law of what is. Same same with flat earth and the globe. They're breaking the natural laws of how water works and saying no, water does this when clearly it doesn't. So mm-hmm. it's just another form of lawlessness. And um, my problem is is I love people. I would give I mean, I would give my life for people, but at the same time, I find myself I, I love truth. So when I see people spreading lies and stuff, I mean, I just got fire in me
0: about that because I don't <laughs> like lies. So but that's good. I think that's uh because you translate the energy that you have to something positive, because it doesn't resonate with yourself. Uh, when people talk crap or, or, are being negative and stuff like that. And it's really hard. Just, just like you say, it's really hard. It's not something like, Oh, uh, I live now my life. So, uh, so easily and love. No, it's, it's, uh, the most hard time of my life, but it's the most satisfying and the most loving that I have right now. Um, yeah but you have to see it you have to see what you what you have and what you get and what you don't have and um just a little story a, a friend of mine uh asked me uh about wealth and i said i'm a wealthy person man and he just laughed at me in my face <laughs> i'm i'm living in a in a in a chalet or better said in a trailer um I lost my job. I almost died three times because uh, I had an inflammation and a perforation in my intestines. Uh, mm-hmm. Dealt with a, uh, with a burnout. Didn't get any money. Uh, the, the companies that I started didn't work out yet. You know, all the things that people would say, Wow, well, that's a failure. Right? So I told him, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very, very wealthy. And he laughed in my face and we were driving in his car to uh, to some friends and I didn't have a car or nothing. I only have a motorcycle, that's my baby and uh, that's it. That's so uh, I asked him a few minutes later just like, uh, hey man um, d- could I borrow your car for uh, Tuesday or Wednesday next week? And he was just thinking oh yeah, yeah, there's no problem, I will be on the road so you can have it uh, from... Uh, tuesday till uh till thursday so i looked at him and said you see how wealthy i am i have friends that provide me a car although i do not have a car Hmm. and i have other things in life that people treat me with the things that i needed like today uh because we're living in trailer and it's it's Quite cold here i'm um, where i'm in now in this little room i uh i heat it up so that's that's no problem but outside it's quite cold it's bad for your bones and stuff like that but hey it's my choice so deal with it rob <laughs> but uh, i got a telephone uh from my uh uh from a girlfriend she said you want to come over today i got some food you can take a shower stuff like that you can heat up and stuff like that so if you embrace life and uh in a good way and you're uh you know what you have and you'll be grateful for that good things come on your path and uh people reach out to you no matter what yeah Yeah. in in what kind of position that you are (laughs) like say
1: no i think that's awesome you make a good point because people who find wealth and money alone they are just destitute inside usually but um Having true wealth like you talk about, yeah, it's it's kind of rare for most people to have that kind of wealth and be content and happy. I mean, Jesus himself, you know, didn't have a place to lay his head and was constantly poor as they could be. And he was wealthy when I was in Peru. That's what I was thinking of when I was in Peru and um, seeing they're very family oriented down there. And you would see these families, kids, they live in shacks basically with dirt floors and they were the happiest people i mean just full of joy the the women and the mothers i mean were just sweet and just good-natured and just seemed content even though they had basically nothing so Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's real wealth is just learning contentment anywhere you are and just being grateful and gratitude because the israelites had to wonder 40 years out in the desert because they complained all the time they just (laughs) so they died out there they were sentenced to die out there because they complained and it was joshua and his generation that took over the promised land
0: yeah and the funny thing is with complaining it's going into your system it spells that you say to yourself yeah yeah and it's it's very uh very uh disturbing how the english language and and every language Language works because uh, when we see each other tomorrow morning, good morning. No, morning is when somebody died. Oh my gosh, I never even thought about that. <laughs> oh, I got some more. You ready?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: How about weekdays? Well, I have strong days. Ah, How about weekends? I got strong ends. Wow. Spirits spirits that you drink.
1: Yeah, that one I'm aware of.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I got goosebumps all over, so thank you for uh for giving me this uh beautiful thing. That's that it's and, and it goes beyond what you believe. And Santos Bonacci has um uh a lot of the, about this and it's uh, uh about <clears throat> something like Atom you know, first Mm -hmm. first thing there is is atom, comes from Adam and um, so there are a lot of words based on this um and uh, he well, he he can talk that in this beautiful Australian accent I love that, he makes brilliant music also, I think you really dig into that, he loves Led Zeppelin, but he makes really, really cool music, which has nothing to do with Led Zeppelin, but uh, he's (laughs) quite influenced in that and um, it opened my mind quite, and I, I like to uh, to dig into uh, people that have something to say. That uh, I hate the word resonates, but it is with uh, which given me something that's for me my plausible truth, or that comes closer to my plausible truth. Um, in the early days, when I was, I was asking my parents, like, "Oh, how about this?" or just asking a question, it was just like. No, Rob, it's just like it is. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> it's asking a question. Uh, can I get an answer? Well, this is the answer and this is what it is. And I was f- thinking by myself when I was young, just like, that doesn't make any sense. I couldn't say that because I could slap it in my head and stuff <laughs> like that, probably. Or, you know, go to the room and uh, shut up. <laughs> uh, so basically, Jessica, uh, you're... Uh, you're awake since uh, a few months now, right? So since three, four months?
1: Yeah, yeah. Right after the Hawaiian massacres, when I woke up. We're talking about flat earth, aren't we? Is that is that what we're talking about now?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we talk about that, yeah, yeah. But because there there, there were 100% other conspiracy that you digged in before, probably.
1: Um, I don't really consider myself a conspiracy theorist. Like, I mean, I'll I'll examine some things. Um, like I'm, I guess you know about the whole Hawaii, excuse me, mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole Hawaii situation, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, um, I I look into things, and if it's something that I can't find any hardcore proof on, I just kind of lock it away and be like, huh, that's interesting, intriguing, whatever. But when there's something that I find that there is facts to back up what it is. And I know it's not a conspiracy, but that's the truth.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what I'll grab
1: on to. And, um,
0: yeah. <laughs> Critical thinking, right? It's not yeah. like conspiracy. And and the, the funny thing is, yes, David said, no, no, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a conspiracy analyst.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah that, that would be perfect to describe it. Yeah. If it's something that there's like Bigfoot, I don't have any proof, whatever. You know, I, I don't care, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but, um, something like flat earth when there was definitely scientific facts to back it up. That shows the globes a lie. Yeah. I'll jump on board all day because it's the truth.
0: And uh, how does that, um, how does it feel when you talk to people now, do you feel like you're on a completely different level when you talk to them?
1: Um, somewhat. I, I did get four bumper I live in a small town, so I got four bumper stickers and put it on my car so I can be the crazy person and embrace it. But um <laughs> yeah, I mean I'll talk to people openly about it and um I I don't know. It's just kind of like I want to share this truth and I, I'm not scared to share it, but I guess sometimes I'm shocked at the reactions I get that they're like, What? And they look at me like I'm crazy. and i'm like wait a second it's really just so blatantly obvious if you just take one second to
0: examine it (laughs) but we all went through that process uh eventually in 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 the sense that i don't say just like the first time what i when i find it out and that uh, that i start to think wow we're really living on a flat earth just like shout it out, you know, from the top of the building. Hey guys, we're living on the flat earth. And everybody was looking yeah. like, he's ready for the loony bunch. He's going to be an institutional for all his life. Um, I was thinking about this song from uh, Suicidal Tendencies, like uh, in- uh, in- institutionalized, <laughs> <laughs> thinking about that. And just like, okay, maybe I should do it in another way. So Sometimes when I have a conversation with people, I don't bring it up. But when they talk like uh, something, I really, really think that they're on a, on a wrong level. I said, and then I say, "Oh, probably you believe also the earth is flat, right?" And you see them think, "What? Yeah, I think your earth is flat. No, why should I believe that? Well, well, that was <laughs> <is> my entrance." <laughs> right on. Are you ready to listen? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so what time is it that you, uh, Jessica? Like twelve o'clock right now? It is currently eleven twenty-six a.m. Okay, so your day starts. Uh, well, it, it almost it already started, but you you have a, a, another day in front of you. Let's say.
1: Yes.
2: Yep. You are Been in be- uh,
0: in your. Uh, uh what's it called um uh, in, in your studio in your bakery's uh, pottery studio
1: yeah i will be down there and after i get off the interview with you i will be down in my pottery
0: studio then hitting the gym then more pottery studio so ah cool you got an own gym or you do your uh, own exercises
1: um i go to a gym i i like to lift heavy things
0: so lift heavy things
1: yeah, what, what's yeah. heavy um, I you know, weightlift and deadlift, squats, all that bench press, all that fun stuff. Oh wow. Strong woman. Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh I wanna thank you for this uh for this uh hopping on my podcast, uh, Jessica. I I, uh, I think we had a great conversation as as two human beings that uh that noted that us so much more um in this world. Uh, we have some, uh, well, some, some eye-opening insights, like say. And it's I think it's always very cool how you are living probably three, four, 5,000 kilometers away or miles, I don't know. We never talk to each other. We just connected like three or four days ago. And mm-hmm. we have this great conversation. Yeah, it's been awesome. I appreciate you having me on here, Rob. Thank you. Um, if you like to do more podcasts, um, I can hook you up with the, the guys from Affirmamental. I know you're gonna love them. Um, okay. Raul and Alex uh, are are beautiful people that I connected with. Uh, one is in New Mexico and one is in Canada. Okay. Um, you, you, I think it relates a lot to you. Uh, especially about the, the Bible and stuff like that. They talk a little bit more about that. Um, and they dig also a little bit more deeper in, into that, uh, that kind of topics. And um, uh-huh. yeah, from my side, I just want to thank you to hop on, uh, give you all the love from the Netherlands to you. Uh, hold on, keep on rocking. <laughs> and uh, for all our listeners, uh, I will show everything in the show description that we talked about today. Uh, we will show the Instagram from uh, from Jessica there. I will share it. And uh, to all our listeners, have a great morning, a great day, or a great evening, no matter where you are on this beautiful, plain, flat earth.
2: I've been running for all my life. Devil on my heels. He wasn't always right and he can't fulfill my dreams. Never running for all my life with the devil on my heels. He wasn't always right and couldn't fulfill my dreams. He's pain in the ass. Black as night. God showed me light Running for all my life with the devil on my heels. It wasn't always bad and doesn't fulfill my dreams. God showed me the light. Please hold me tight. I've been running for all my life with the devil. Fulfill my dreams. I've been running for all my life. With the devil on my heels, he wasn't always right. And couldn't fulfill my dreams. He's a pain.